0: Hey parents, are you trying to find a sport for your kids to do during the winter months? Have them wrestle. Have them join the Combat Wrestling Club at Combat Athletics located on Cooper Creek Road in Moxville, North Carolina. The Combat Wrestling Club wrestles a full AAU schedule with practices three days a week. I guarantee you that your kid will enjoy it. It is fun. And, it will get them in shape, build self-confidence, and self-defense. Join the Combat Wrestling Club today in Moxville, North Carolina. Hey everybody, my name's Ryan Hayes. I'm back with another episode of Cast the Champions. It is Friday. Um, It's about to be the weekend, and I decided to put one, put a podcast together last minute. Um, I have as my guest uh, today, Nick Daggett. He was a uh, three-time state champion in high school um, from Chatham Central in North Carolina. Uh, He was a uh, uh, three-time NCAA qualifier, uh, All-American one time. Could have had a shot at it again, but you know what? We got a lot going on in the world, but hey, Nick Daggett, you are alive. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How about you? Hey man, I'm
0: doing good. Man, I was gonna go ahead and just say, man, what in the heck is going on in the world today, man?
1: I wish I knew. Um, some unfortunate things that canceled a lot of NCAA events. Well, so
0: I'm hearing. If you if you know anything, if you could build if you could build on it, what do you know about the possibility of? Uh, you guys so i'm assuming it, it should be all the ones that qualified whether you know d2 d3 uh all the qualifiers to get a, a another year of eligibility are are you hearing that like what's the is it's is that is that rumor or is there some truth to that
1: so yeah i'm i'm hearing about that um with division 2 II, division 3 and division 1 since we none of us wrestled our NCAA double tournament um and that it wouldn't be all athletes, it would just be the athletes that qualify for the national tournament. Um, well, I'm not, I'm not sure about if it's true or not, but um, I've I've heard that a lot of NCAA representatives are going to be talking about it more come, I think, around April 1st.
0: So it makes sense because technically, if you didn't qualify, your season was over with anyway. So yes, it, it, it makes perfect sense. I just don't know how how you could do that. And then like, as far as like having the right amount of scholarships open and I, I don't really know how that works, but I mean, at the end of the day, I would hope that that they would allow it to happen and maybe some would probably take that offer, but then there are some who probably committed to a job already after they graduate. So, so who knows? Um, It it just, the whole situation is crazy. I want to know, what it was like when you guys were already there at the, uh, at, the, at, the, at the Division II National Tournament. You wrestled for University of North Carolina, Pembroke. Uh, of course, you were All-American. You guys get to the National Tournament. You guys are literally warming up, and then NCAA officials comes down there and, and pulls the plug on the whole tournament because of COVID-19, uh, part of coronavirus. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that.
1: So we get down to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and on Wednesday we're training that night at around five o'clock so we get a full training session in for about an hour hour and a half um wake up the next morning get another training session in around nine ten o'clock for another hour hour and a half just get some weight off making sure all our weights are down to where they need to be and then we while this is happening we're all, actually the funny thing is we're all laughing about how like everything getting canceled and everything and like we're talking about how there's no way it's going to get canceled when we're like 15 hours out. Um, and then we go in to work out again at four and it was actually at around 3:50 that our coach OT Johnson sent us a message in our group, me saying that there was no tournament. Wow. Um, yeah. So it was, it was kind of surreal and none, none of us were happy since we had already been there. And we were training on the mats. Everybody was training on the same mats for two days, and I, I understand it from a health standpoint, at an athlete standpoint, not the happiest. But what can you do now? So,
0: well, I guess I guess my biggest disappointment about it was it's a, you, you guys are, again. You guys are already there, all right. And then yeah. if the whole thing was trying to control the spread of it. I mean, well, you guys are already there, so if it's spread, it's it's already spread. But okay, don't allow spectators. I get it; that could have been another thing, and and whoever was going to live stream it, who, you know, whoever your representative is from Flow or Track or however they were going to uh, deliver this to the fans, um, just have them in there and just limited media, um, limited coaches, anybody, you know, limited training staff, and just go ahead and get it done. Um, I just I feel bad. I feel bad for the seniors that, that don't have another year eligibility if they were to not yeah be granted one you, you take a guy um like uh Nick Key who was slated to yeah. win it you know and and Nick Key who who worked his butt off and he's not going to be able to get that chance if he's not granted another year eligibility but I mean it it it, it sucks but but what do you think about um everything that's happening with this virus. I mean, do you think people are really over exaggerating? What is your take on it?
1: So what I believe I'm I'm a biology major. So my thing is it's, it's a smart thing to self quarantine for the two weeks because it is a very highly contagious disease or virus. And that's, that's the main point on this is it's so contagious that it might not affect the younger athletes like us, but say we take it and we wrestle And it doesn't show up for two weeks. But in those two weeks, if we go back home after it and we see all our families and everything, we have a risk of spreading it even more. So if it spreads to someone who doesn't have a strong immune system, they could die from it. So I I completely understand where, on a health standpoint, we didn't have the tournament. But at an athlete standpoint still, it's not the happiest, but it had to happen.
0: What do you think about – uh, and I'm I'm assuming you're hearing the same things that I'm hearing about um, how we knew that this was already there. We waited last minute. Like, I mean, it, it was spreading fast in China. Um, to me, I think I, I thought that we, we had time to, to kind of jump on this, you know, a little bit, you know, quicker than what, what we did. Yeah. I, I mean, it I, actually today I saw online so Kobe Bryant died on uh around January twenty-seventh. All right. Yeah. So they had this article in the uh in the paper. This I think it was the LA one of the papers in LA and the whole column was about Kobe Bryant, but then to the corner of it it said um you know threat of coronavirus. So this is on this was on January twenty
1: seventh. And
0: yeah. and so you figure we we got the rest of January and all of February to our to start. Then what we were doing now, and maybe maybe it could have we could have been out of this already. So I, I think I, definitely I, I do think that our that our uh, that our country's leaders kind of
1: drugged their feet a little bit. Makes sense. Yeah, um, I, I can definitely see that. Uh, the big thing was we didn't stop it immediately. And I I feel like the big, big issue with NCAA and all the athletics when it happened was Rudy, Rudy Gobert got it. And it kind of set foot into like an athlete is he has it and it's going to be around all other athletes. So I feel like that was a big point in the NCAA canceling everything and the NBA postponing everything, NHL postponing everything, all this happening.
0: You, you know it's crazy because never,
1: never in history ha-
0: has has there ever been a cancellation of of this magnitude, or they canceled no the rest of NBA season, canceled baseball season, college canceled all spring sports. Yeah, and it, and it's I mean, so it's it's got to be bad. But then the other thing that I fear about is that now they're forcing uh, uh, bars and restaurants to to close and and do some sort of Yep. curbside delivery service and then you get so you get people who people are getting laid off like it's getting bad and yeah it's getting out of hand yeah and and to me i think that uh it's like every time you get our our, our government officials our, our, our state's leaders on there it's yeah you know we know what it's like or you know we we feel bad it's like dude you're going to get your check every two weeks there there are people who yeah, definitely I mean, yeah it's so you know, I, I feel for these people who do work in a restaurant and service industry who rely on people to come in there for, to be served, so they could get yep. tips as well as their as as well as their their uh, their wage. So it's it's really really crazy. But I mean, I I don't know, man. I I hope I hope it's able to be controlled. I I've been living my life the, the normal. I mean, it, it you know when I go out, I don't I don't notice. I, I do notice different you know, people wearing masks, people wearing gloves, but I mean, I think that's all an over-exaggeration. I mean, what, like, what do you see when you go out down there in that, uh, that uh, Pembroke area?
1: So right now I actually, I'm still in Pembroke. So, um, all our classes have been moved online. So there's basically nobody on campus. I went on campus today for a run and there was virtually nobody here. Um, all my classes, even my lab classes have been moved to online and to virtual labs. Um, but the funny thing about the mask and everything is that the mask, if you're in close proximity to the thing, it makes it worse. It keeps all the air in. So it's going to, you're rebreathing like that air that has a virus in it. If you have a mask around it, um, the gloves I understand, but the mask is, I just find that kind of funny.
0: Well, I mean, I figure if you just wash your damn hands, I mean,
1: yeah, definitely. If you, if you keep yourself clean and make sure stay up on, Hygiene, I I believe you should be fine. Yeah,
0: I, I, somebody. So here's the thing. Somebody tell me the whole issue with the toilet paper. Like, so I <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nick, I mean Nick Nick Daggett, man. I, I'm telling you, bro. Like it's. I went I went to the grocery store today, and I didn't need toilet paper. I just wanted to go see if there was some there, just just yeah. for the heck of it. So. There was like this one six-pack roll. I forget what brand it was. I don't know if it was Bronny or Charmin. Or... So as I'm looking at it, this woman runs up and snatches it and looks at me. I'm like <laughs> – I'm, <I>, I'm like <laughs> – I, I, I was speechless. I said like I, – I didn't know what to say. I was like, man, like I, I didn't want that, but I mean like I, I didn't really know what to say. I said when that – like what? What's toilet paper going to do to stop this virus? I mean, like if you need toilet paper, yeah, grab toilet paper. But
1: definitely, if you did, but yeah. But I don't, I don't get the whole like people are stocking up with like three, three whole packs of like twenty four packs of toilet paper. I, right. I don't understand
0: that. <laughs> I, I, I like when that virus comes, toilet paper ain't going to stop the virus. I mean, I, I <laughs> up somewhere I was. I was told that uh, the the bulk of our our toilet paper or or it's made in China. And when when they shut down, it's going to limit the toilet paper being sent to the United States. I'm like, bro, it papers, paper, dude, like grab a paper towel. will do the same thing. Um, (laughs) If you got an old bed sheet, just cut it up, (laughs) use it to wipe your butt, throw it away. I mean, get in a shower. Uh, Like we're talking about toilet paper, man. Like it's, it's, Mm And people are like, I saw I saw people fighting over toilet paper. And as a matter of fact, there's this where I where I live at here in Winston Salem, North Carolina, there's this trailer park, the Peace Haven trailer park. People that, that know Winston Salem know about the Peace Haven trailer park, and they had a somebody um, nonchalantly took a picture of a guy who was selling a toilet paper out of his cargo van for like eight bucks a roll. And wow. And see, but that's what I I I hate about the whole thing is that people are 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 trying to profit off of this uh um this pandemic, and yeah. and of course that's price gouging. But I mean, a lot of times people aren't going to find out. But like, if you shame on you to try to profit on the fear of somebody else, if you understand what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So I, you know, so I just I, I really I really don't get it, but you know, back on you. So kind of sum up the last, uh, you know, the, the last three years at USC Pembroke, you know, tell me uh, a little bit of high points and low points and maybe things you could have worked on to, to, you know, to have made those situations a little bit better. So, yeah. Tell me a little bit.
1: Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, the first, my first freshman year, I was playing on red shirt because I, I was a small incoming freshman. I wrestled one thirteen my senior year of high school. Um, so I came in thinking I was going to redshirt, and actually was wrestling really good. So um, my coach Ot Johnson pulled my redshirt, and I had a pretty successful season. Went I think thirty-three and fifteen, and placed eighth at the national tournament as a true freshman. Um, had some losses I don't believe I should have had. Had some wins that were great. Um, kind of performed up and down a little bit that year, just kind of trying to fill out the new college riding time in seven minutes instead of six minutes. So that was, that was a good, I think, I believe successful freshman year. Um, sophomore year had a great, great season. Um, dropped a couple of matches. I still don't believe I should have dropped, but still had a had a phenomenal season and get to the national tournament uh, a little beat up and bruised up, but still believe I should have um, performed better. And I ended up losing in the blood round actually. Um, so came in this season, very, very motivated and, wanting to win a national title and started out great um beat some very good guys um then came into about mid-december wrestled the midwest classic got a injured like tweaked my ribs a little bit so i uh strained the intercostal muscles of my ribs so that sat me out for about three weeks um one tournament in vegas before that probably should have shouldn't have wrestled but didn't really didn't really uh think about my ribs too much and lost lost a match I don't believe I should have but the guy wrestled a good match he he won the match so can't really say anything on that um, then came back after that three weeks and um, wrestled pretty tough matches lost a couple like I think I lost one match that was a pretty good match good guy um, out of UPj and beat a couple guys that was really good I feel like and uh, was perfor- performing really well going to the regional tournament. Had a, a phenomenal regional tournament, wrestled probably the best I've felt all season. And um, coming to the national tournament felt great, felt ready to roll, felt really happy with my bracket. Um, I actually probably couldn't have had a better bracket if I would have drawn it up. But um, didn't happen. So it is what it is. Just got to move forward to next year, Look, uh, look at getting better this summer and trying to get a little stronger a little more conditioned and just keep working hard.
0: For sure. For for sure. So I remember back uh, last year, you, you ended up having a problem with your thumb. Um, tell yeah. me a little bit about that.
1: So actually, um, it was my freshman year. I tore a ligament in my thumb and wrestled with it for two years. So um, I tore my ulnar collateral ligament in my thumb, which is the same. Actually, a lot of people know that ligament because of, Drew Brees, he tore it this year in uh, the NFL. And um, I tore that ligament and had to get surgery on it last summer before the season started. Um, So they repaired that ligament and put two screws in my thumb, and now it feels stable. And I was was having a little bit of problems with it at the start of the season, but as the season went on and progressed, I felt like it – my thumb also progressed through, and I felt a lot better and more comfortable to wrestle with it. So I actually stopped taping it and everything. Coming into about mid January. There, there was a rumor. Did, did you
0: cut the cast off or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I, I heard that from somewhere. Yeah. So actually, the uh, a cast got put on it. So I had a a smaller cast when it first, like when I first had surgery, and um, it was it was giving me a little problem. So I went to the doctor, and they they repositioned and everything, and then. Afterwards, I went to the doctor to get that cast off, and actually, uh, what I thought was going to happen was I was going to get put into a uh, thumb brace, basically. It's like a thumb and wrist brace, so right. I would be able to move my hand a little bit more. And I actually got put in a bigger cast. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure why. I don't know if I was moving my thumb too much when I was in the smaller cast, but um, I, I didn't like how it was positioned. <laughs> so i kind of cut it off
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i don't know where i heard that from and i think somebody was telling me and they, and they said can can you believe that you know nick Daggett cut the cast off you know he messes thumb yeah. up and they gave him a hard cast can you believe he
1: cut it off no, I completely and, cut it off yeah
0: i looked at the guy and i was like yeah i believe it
1: <laughs> i and i i believe it that was that was a thick cast too it yeah. took me probably 2 hours to cut it off
0: yeah i'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm like Nick's hard headed. He don't want to hit. He don't want to heal it correctly. Nick's gonna do
1: what Nick's gonna do. Yeah, Um, and that might have been some of the problems I had with my thumb at the start. That might have stemmed from that.
0: (laughs) I mean, you like, but then you of all people, you know, I think you want to go and like be a physician assistant. Matter of fact, how is that
1: going? Um, So my classes are going really well, but now they moved online, so it's a little little different. It's odd, but um, I got a 3.4 GPA, so. I'm rolling pretty well with that, just hoping to finish out this semester and next year, my senior year, really well so I can hopefully apply and get into at least one or two PA schools.
0: So if they were to grant you that year of eligibility, when you graduate Pembroke, where you go and do your uh, – your, I guess that would be um, the first – you're going into being a, a physician, are you going to, you going to wrestle?
1: I'm not sure yet. Um, cause I, w- I would definitely want to, cause I would definitely want to use the year that I have, but I don't know if it'd be too overbearing with a PA program and wrestling at the same time, because I've, I've heard the PA program is really tough as is um, and put wrestling on top of that, which is what I believe the, the toughest sport in college and it take- is the most time consuming, I believe. If you want to be great at it and I want nothing but the top spot on the podium. So I would definitely put a lot of time and effort into the wrestling.
0: You know, but if I, I know that if anybody can do it, Dirty Daggett can do it. So <laughs> uh, uh yeah. No 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 pressure for me, however, <laughs> but I mean I I believe you could do it if you uh um put put your mind to it. I mean I I, I don't know it would be tough. I just hate for you to have to like waste I mean technically Technically, you could say, "Well, I mean, I did wrestle a, a full season, it yeah. Just didn't make it. I mean, there's there's arguments there, but I mean, yeah. I I just like like I was looking forward to just seeing you know all all the guys compete. So really, it, it really made me mad. The D one guys, the D two guys that I know. I mean, it, yeah. it, 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 it's a sad situation, you know, yeah. all together. So you know, I want to, you know, I know we were talking about this, uh, you know, this COVID nineteen virus. So so. They're talking, they're, they were talking about, wanting to, I've heard talks of like martial law almost in a sense up to keep people inside. Like, wow. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've heard that there, you know, I know that the governor of California has talked about that. Like, well, I mean, this is, this is, this is, this, this stuff is like unprecedented. I mean, it, it's, it's really, it's really crazy. I, I, but, but I think, what do you think about the, uh, the media and their influence on this? I mean, do you think they're, do you think they're helping or hurting the cause? To me, I think they're hurting the cause cuz I think they're they're not reporting things the right way.
1: Yeah. So, um I believe this actually is this COVID-19 is actually you can see how much of a impact media has on everything. Cuz I believe the media has drawn this up to be at the start of it as not a big deal and at right now as one of the biggest deals in human history, which I don't think it's nearly that bad at all not even close um but you can you can see how media can manipulate people and how media can portray one thing and mean something else also on the other side of that like I know for me example I'm I'm a college student and I I get on social media a good bit so like Instagram Twitter all that and I will see funny posts about it and like how it's not that big of a deal and how like there's a bunch of memes about the COVID-19 and everything. So it the the higher media that more people watch and say more adults watch is portraying it as something horrible right now, which I believe in, say, three months, it's not going to be that bad.
0: You, you know, I'm hearing actually that um, China, is China is now almost kind of they're not seeing they're starting to see like no signs of it yeah um after after they you know them implementing I mean obviously it's going to always be around what my my question is how you started are you are, are do you do you subscribe to the school of thought that this was uh like something man-made
1: oh, I, um I, like you yeah I, I 100% believe that this is a man-made thing that was made by China, not for like war purposes or anything like that. It was just scientists looking like just doing research on stuff and they make this virus and it gets out of hand or something happens and it just gets out. And I don't, I don't believe it was a on purpose kind of thing, but I I do believe it was man-made. So,
0: and I I may sound down for it, but I'm kind of on the fence a little bit because if you, if you look at China in and of itself, you know, it's very, very overpopulated. Yeah. And it, it it doesn't surprise me if, if they know, okay, we know that this doesn't affect youngsters that, you know, as it does old people. So let's get this out there to eliminate older people, which is you know, and and to make our population go down. Which is
1: a a rough thing to think about, but with, what has happened in the world in past times, I wouldn't be like 100% surprised by it.
0: Right. And, and then it gets, you know, it just kind of makes its way. Cause I mean, it, it, it just didn't, the, the, the you know, the wind and it, it didn't bring it across the, you know, the ocean, yeah. you know, to the United Definitely States. It was, yeah, it was, you know, get people that travel over there who got it and then boom, 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 yeah. boom. Now, um, North Carolina has its first case of the community spread, which means no one went at a went out to a a a place that where it was big at. It was okay. Someone that that had, had it this in a community, they contracted it. So I mean, that's what that's actually what they're scared of is the whole um the 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 community um um the community spread of the virus, so to speak. So I mean, it's I. Even though I know that I'm healthy enough to beat it, I just I don't I don't like being sick, right? Yeah. It's the flu, the common cold. I mean, who who wants that? Because you're freaking miserable. Definitely, but... like,
1: many many people, I believe will survive it and won't have a problem fighting it off because their immune system's strong. But there is the point of even me, I just don't want it. Like personally,
0: <laughs> who wants to get sick? Yeah, yeah. so. Pembroke itself is a, it's a, it's a very small area, a yep. uh, small campus. What are you doing just to, to entertain yourself? I mean, everything's closed and, and there was nothing to do almost in, on the, in Pembroke anyway. <laughs> so w- what,
1: what are you doing to just, to, to keep sane? So actually right now we are um, keeping campus open and operational for like the, like essential kind of things. Like our, our cafeteria is open still. Um, the, The uh, general public weight room and athletic center is open still. Um, So actually, I've, I've been, for the past five days, I've actually been doing a lot of athletic stuff. Actually, I've been hanging out with my girlfriend and playing tennis, playing basketball. I ran today. Just stuff to keep my mind off of what happened at nationals, honestly.
0: Right. And I know. I know that sucks, um, and you got a girlfriend. What was she thinking? Uh, Anyways, <laughs> nah, I know I I know that was no. Nah, well, you're a good
1: guy. She she was <laughs> she wasn't happy either because she's also an athlete. She was it's actually her name is Gina Ryan and she's a great soccer player. She actually holds a record for the uh, most shutouts in the PBC conference. So, right. she she was at she's a. Well, technically, she just ended her season, so she was an athlete, and she understands from my standpoint of, I, I wanted to wrestle. Um, well,
0: no, was, no, Nick, I, I meant to say, what was she thinking dating you?
1: Oh, that's also a good point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. The whole, the whole wrestling part is yeah, that's all. All wrestlers, no. I believe, are kind of a little, little crazy, so
0: right. Nah, Nick, you know you're a good guy. Got to give you a hard yeah. time. How's uh, how, how how how's the how's the folks doing? You know, um, Tina and Morris. Uh,
1: they're doing great right now. They just actually, I'm going back on Saturday. Going back home because not many people know, but you know that Pembroke is actually a bigger place than I grew up. So <laughs> um, there's actually more to do still here than there is at home. And um, so I'm going back home on Saturday and meeting with them and I just stayed away from them for a little bit and making sure, or trying to make sure I don't have anything, even though it does take 14 days to show any symptoms or anything, but I've only been out for seven, but kind of getting a little bored.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You gotta, you gotta find something, man. I mean, everything, I I would say, Hey, get up here and, and work out, but everything shut down. I think, uh, I I know that Josh has shut down combat athletics and places like Dark Court. I don't know when when they when he plans on maybe uh, opening it back up. I do know that he uh, is still allowing strength and conditioning to go on in there. But as far as uh, practice itself, I think he's holding off on that. I think he put something up online where he was he was totally sanitizing the whole place, completely
1: cleaning that place.
0: Yeah. So I mean I and I guess it's what you gotta do because I mean we run in a club, you know, yeah. your parents have, need to feel safe and knowing that their kids are, are gonna get there get there and be safe and not you know and not pick up anything. Uh you know and actually uh, it, and I always like to take so, you know, I gotta tell you guys, like I gotta I got several Nick Daggett stories, but I gotta <laughs> tell this one. So oh, um Yeah. So I've known Nick Guys, since he was in seventh grade i always been a nice kid a heck of a wrestler i mean when it's game game time he uh you know he'll go after you so um i call him dirty deck <laughs> so i gotta tell you i gotta tell you the, the 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 reason behind it so i think he was in uh maybe it was probably seventh grade eighth no, grade. grade. um uh, it, it was seven and i'm i'm at the tournament. But at the time i I used to bring uh, e- Ethan Nasco who was went to West Versace, who was on the Pembroke wrestling team. I used to bring him to tournament. Well, so I see Nick wrestling this kid and I the, the kid was getting the best of him. So Nick's like, "You know what, man? Like, all right, I'm He literally looked up and said, "I'm I'm I'm going to bend this guy <laughs> finger. And so the kid was on top and and and, and Nick Nick goes to get hand, get to get hand control. And he grabs one finger and bends it back and tries to break it. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this kid is dirty, man. And he and, and he and he did it with a smile on his face. Like <laughs> I don't even know who you were wrestling, but it's like, oh my God, this kid is not playing. But I was always remember that one story, because you you did it with a with a with with a smile, with a I don't give a whatever. If this kid's hurt or not, like I mean, it was just crazy, man. I'll, that was just that one story. Um, oh you yeah. know. And then and then the story where, you know, me, you, Nasco, his uncle, we all went to the lake oh, and you're on the uh,
1: Wow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, that one you're on the back of the, you're on the tube on the back of the speedboat and then you kinda let go and you like freaking face first hit the water. I thought you were gonna die. Yeah, my feet man.
1: got sucked <laughs> out and I just kinda face planted the water.
0: Yeah, I mean you bounce. I mean it bounced off. I think it's like you, Ethan, and you, you Ethan Nasco and Drew Turner on that yep. thing. I felt like yeah, that's, that, that was a crazy man. It was a long time ago, man. Time flies by quick, man. Yeah, what? Dang, dude. So, Tim, let's say let's say about three or four years from now, man. So what? Where do you see yourself? Like, what? Where, where do you see yourself in life, man?
1: Um, hopefully, three or four years from now, I will either be finishing PA school or just still be in the back half of it um but right after how long is it oh uh, it's two two and a half years and i still gotta okay. get a lot of patient contact hours so there might be a, a time that i'm a year out of like i take a year off of college just to get patient contact hours
0: if you're gonna do all this why not just be a, a doctor i mean i i don't i don't see it being like a physician assistant it's just a A step below a doctor, and if you can be a physician assistant, you can be a daggone doctor.
1: Yeah. um, I I see it as, for a physician assistant, it's, I'm just trying to help people mostly and be a common, kind of, common uh, doctor, and see, basically, like, a family doctor people come to for anything, Um, and I'm not, I don't want to go to school for, what is it, like, six years for a doctor? It's like six extra years or something like that. And also with a PA, I I will be working under a doctor and his insurance. So I will not be like the one having any like insurance issues if something goes wrong. Even though I I trust myself and whatever goes wrong. Like I can I I believe I won't do anything wrong. But if I have somebody working under me, I don't want that to go on me.
0: Right. Uh, I I get it I get it I mean it, it's it, it the uh, being a doctor I'm pretty sure you know it's probably very very delicate the situation because yeah. I mean it, any any mismeasure of a of a medication could kill somebody yeah, like you exactly. got to be very precise you don't you know you, you an extra cc or something could kill somebody yeah. you know I, I I I get it I I almost certainly want that on my hands I you know, I, there's no way I, I don't even have the the smarts to 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 be a doctor, anyways. I mean, could you could you imagine being like broke up in the emergency room, and then you know, Doctor Hayes walks in there, and you just look at me like, oh my god, <laughs> I can just—I I mean, but on the flip, on the flip, I did use the lifeguard in high school, which is you know, yep. a lot of people are very, 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 very hesitant to to believe it because like they know me and the kind of person I am, and I'm always a jokester, but. Yeah, I did do it. And, you know, you really, So you know, when you're young, you really don't, you, you look at it like, okay, you know, I get a check just to sit up here in the sun and and watch people swim. But when you have to, when you really make that first save and actually have to do CPR, you actually look at that job a lot differently. So, yeah. um, and, you know, of course when I first had to do that, like I didn't freeze, but it was like, oh my God, like I'm really doing this. Like, you know, so, um, but, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, before I let you go, man, you you, you got any part, part, uh, parting advice, man, that you could kind of give to, you know, younger wrestlers. I mean, there's right now, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of people are, are the number the the numbers are up in this sport, in wrestling. And I I guess you can directly attribute that to, uh, it being more mainstream in the sense of flow covering, uh, you know, track wrestling and, and you know, they're showing it a little bit more on, you know, your Big Ten network yep. networks, AC. you know. So but you know, but with that being said, what can you say just to, you know, about to, to, to kids that are coming up who just who want to be successful in this
1: sport? Um big thing like that I learned this year actually was when I when I had to take my three weeks off for my rib injury was um I kinda looked back on how the season was going and I I kinda realized I wasn't having fun with the sport anymore. And I was kinda too worried about losing which that's not how you're supposed to do it. it the big thing I, I believe is just going out there and having fun. Like for me, wrestling's wrestling is not going to last my whole life. I'm trying to do something past that. I'm trying to be a PA. So I, I don't look at losses that as that big of a deal anymore. Um, I, I'm just trying to have fun with the sport and kind of get as much as I can from it and learn, learn life lessons while having fun with what I do. Uh, I love the sport. So, I'm not trying to come out and burn myself out to eventually hate the sport. I'm gonna keep having fun, love the sport, and always evolve with it.
0: For sure, you uh, you think you're gonna ever try to get do, uh, give this MMA deal a try? Like once, <laughs> one or two fights?
1: Um, I'm not sure. Uh, it, I might I might do one or two, but that would I don't know about it because I the problem is I feel like I. I'd fight one time, and I'd I would love it just like I love wrestling. And then I, would just like wrestling did, I kind of just like it mentally took over my my whole agenda, and I will train for it and live it, and it'll just become me. So I don't I don't know about that one.
0: But there's nothing wrong with that, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I mean, I don't even, I I would always say at the end of the day, here here's here's. And I know people like to get into it after high school at least you would have a degree, yeah. you know, you have something to fall back on. And I think the problem is, is that people get started in it and they want to make this career out of it and they don't realize how hard it is. Like you might be the baddest dude in your neighborhood, yeah. but somebody else's neighborhood in another state, they're the baddest dude yeah. in theirs. And you got to be better than that dude. So, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, you know, I remember back in, the, you know, back in the day when I was putting these events on and I was giving you guys tickets and, you know, you used to come yeah. watching it and all. I mean, uh or or there were times, there were times when you and I used to do like uh jujitsu a little you know used to yep, roll a little definitely. bit before these wrestling tournaments. Um and I I actually didn't and I didn't know you knew what you knew and then you hit me with an arm bar. <laughs> I'm like what? And it's like I don't know, I played a video game <laughs> or something. Or uh, you know, as wrestlers you, you catch on quick, but hey Nick, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go, man. Look, thank you for you know being on the podcast, you know, sharing your your insights you know, on the, you know, on the NCAA tournament and, and, you know, the cancellation and how it affected you, man, it, it's, I've never been a part of that. You know, I, I was talking to some of the wrestlers that competed in a state tournament in North Carolina. I'm like, you guys, you know, be glad you got yours out yeah. the way because they, you know, you know, they canceled the basketball championships, mm-hmm. which, you know, down there where you're at Lumberton, I think Lumberton's girls, girls team made it to the state yeah. final. So, uh, um, I, it, it it sucks, you know. I mean that
1: it it it's just everything that you work for just kind of was, wasted and yeah, everything and taken it's away. Just, it is what it is. Can't really do anything about it now. Just yeah. What I thought about as soon as I got canceled was just look forward and it's at least it's not my last year. I gotta I gotta keep training for the next year. Um, not kinda put it past me already and just look into the next best thing.
0: For sure, for sure. Well, Nick. Um. Hey, you know, good, you know, good luck with everything you got going academically. I hope that they're able to uh, grant you guys an, a, a, another year of eligibility. And and if you are, hopefully you, you're able to take that up um, and and wrestle further into, you know, PA school, you know, wherever it, wherever you attend. I'm assuming, I think you were, last time I talked, you were talking about Appalachian State. Um, Is that 100%?
1: I'm not 100% on that. There's three schools I'm looking at for it now, even though i obviously can't apply yet so um i'm looking for maybe app state ecu or unc chapel hill
0: yeah of course then you know you two of which have have a uh,
1: program uh added yeah at a I mean what, ncaa level yeah
0: yeah one's got a club yeah. team and i can actually see you going going in there like crapping <laughs> all those club guys i'm like you would be a bully <laughs> out there um But at least you could do it on your own time. You wouldn't be like you know, it wouldn't be like such a requirement. I think you're not necessarily required to, yeah, to to come to everything because it is club and it's not not really regulated. I think they, I feel like ECU won like a club national championship or something. Hmm. I saw or or something. They,
1: yeah, something to look into. Whatever
0: that, (laughs) yeah. That's if you go, you know. But yeah, yeah, for sure though, man. But hey. I'm going to let you roll again, man. Good luck. Thanks for uh, being on my podcast. It's been a minute. I know last time you were on, you were in 10th grade. So, yep. Hey man, my, my you know, Michelle's got a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it did, man. I'm i I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kick. Eh, no, nah, man, look, it, yeah. I just think, you know, out there in that whole, uh, that whole Chatham <laughs> County area, you didn't have a, you know, which every time I say, I'm going to let you go, it just brings me to another story. So, I think uh, what was it? I think I was headed to your house, and I remember like you—you you telling me your address, and it was something to state. So I'm like, okay, this guy has like a bunch of land, you know. I'm thinking a word at states and I'm like, it is so rural and small back here, man. Like I—I I, I don't even know how you survive growing yeah. up in Chatham County, man. There's nothing, nothing. there, man. But <laughs> yeah, but hey, that's what that's what made you yep. you, um, you know, and and hey. I appreciate it. I appreciate you for you, man. Just as somebody that I've known for a long time and seen grow up in the sport and watch you put your hard work in there, man. Uh I want you to I want you to you to get out what, you know, get out this sport, you know, what what you want. So, hey, I appreciate it, dude, and and thanks again for being on the show. Thank you.